Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kevin Black on the line. He's a leadership expert, Forbes coach, a speaker, an author, and also the principal consultant over at Kevin Black Consulting. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. So, Kevin, I'm excited to get a little bit more into what you're doing over at Kevin Black Consulting. Uh, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. Uh, so how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, uh Briefly, you know, I am a very competitive guy. Uh, in high school, I was a, uh, a, rest, a four-year wrestler, and I went to states three times, and uh, uh, I was offered the chance to go to college, and I said, you know what, I, just, I want something that's going to challenge me. So uh, at the time, I uh, elected, and I was accepted to the Virginia Military Institute, and that's the home of George C. Marshall and even Stonewall Jackson. Uh, so I went there. It was an interesting time. It was an all-male military school back in the 90s, which was pretty uh, controversial at the time. A lot of, uh, if you remember, the Citadel was having its first uh, female uh, candidate. And so the Supreme Court of the United States stepped in and made us a co-ed school. So I actually got to experience uh, both a private school and a public school uh, prior to going to the military. Uh, it, it was very interesting, and this really helped my uh, my understanding of having a, a real, I guess, a multidisciplinary kind of mindset. Um, in 1999, I graduated, and I was an uh, infantry officer in the Army. I was commissioned as infantry officer, and I spent six years in the military. And uh, I even volunteered for the war in Iraq in 2003, and they sent me, which is even crazy. And you're going to laugh. Uh, after four years of military school and six years active duty Army, I had this epiphany. You know, I just never liked taking orders. <laughs> so I decided <laughs> – yeah, I decided, like, you know what? I'm not going to work for the man anymore. I'm going to start my own company. And uh, luckily, I had a lot of money saved up. And um, I I spent from 2005 to 2006, I took the year off. I did a lot of studying. And this leads into the background of what I do now. Prior to me getting out, I had roomed with uh, – I had other roommates who, who were uh, other officers in the Army, lieutenants and captains. And on the weekends, we would play games, what we call real-time strategy games, kind of like StarCraft or Empire mm -hmm. Earth. You ever heard of those? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so these games, they're, they're big-scale strategy games. We have to build nations, economies, armies. And yeah. you even have to do a little bit of intelligence work on your opponent. And I would play these, and I would never forget, we would do a, a session we play a battle and we go outside and we, you know, we'd have a beer and a cigarette and like, you know what? I was a history major. This remind me of the Battle of Stalingrad. And my roommate at the time, who was a philosophy major from West Point, and he would ask these questions like, well, why did you do X versus Y? And you know, as we started talking, I'm like, my God, there's a real educational piece to this. Would it be interesting to bring students uh, to bring students into this form where you could they could play the war game, put them in the seats of generals? and let them really learn the experiences of decision-making. So as I'm getting out of the Army, Adam, I told a family friend of mine, like, you know what, I got this idea, and I explained what I just said now. And she said, 
kids. My God, go to business. They'll pay a, they'll pay a lot of money for that. So I did. I actually partnered with uh, some family friends and uh, came out to Arizona. And the first client we had was a small startup called LifeLock. And they were only wow. 30 people at a time. Yeah. And uh, so just to give a little background, an average, the average lifespan of a consultant in corporate America is six months. I spent over two and a half years at LifeLock. Their C-suite went through my wargaming. And the whole point was this, to put the C-suite through the wargaming to show them what leadership and strategy is on the ground, making it as you go, real focus on execution. And besides the educational piece, what came out of that was uh, something else, what I call a uh, almost like a vetting system. You'd be shocked. Uh, what comes out when you put people in a team dynamic where it's very competitive and they're actually fighting against one another as a team, their natural strengths, their natural behaviors come out. And I can tell you, after two and a half years with that company and other companies, I was able to help restructure 10 different teams because the very activities, the very behaviors they exhibited during the workshops was very much, it was a microcosm of what they're doing at work. So in a sense, it came, became like the NFL combine where, you know, wow. the football players go out and you can measure their, yeah, measure their performance. We could see exactly what they're doing under pressure. And you know what? It, it allowed me as a consultant to have what you call uh, many come-to-Jesus meetings where the train's moving forth, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you got to do. Either you're on it or you're not. And uh, it, was, it was huge. And I would tell you my industry in the leadership development industry there, the biggest gap is the experience gap. You can you can do get your MBA and get your education. You can do some of your leadership courses and books, but it doesn't matter unless you have the experiences to tie to that education. And that was that's what was so shocking about the experience as a consultant. Uh, that you know, in two or three days, you get people who say, "My God, I would have never learned this in five years." So. That's what led me, you know, from the, being a competitive to uh, in military school to six years active duty army to actually using computer war games as a uh, learning, uh, I guess you say a learning uh, delivery delivery platform. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty. That's a pretty amazing story. And what I'm thinking of when you said that their true personalities come out, it's almost like it's like golfing, but like on steroids or something. Like you can't, <laughs> like you can't, you can't hide like who you really are through an entire round. You just can't. It comes out. Like you're either gonna get mad because the because just by the nature of what it is, and it has no. It doesn't matter your score. You know, I mean, well, it matters, but um, or how much it matters too. That's also tell i mean there's just so much it's such a complex mental game that what you're doing and breaking it into a um into a workplace setting i'm like oh my gosh there's probably some people i let are listening to this right now just kind of fantasizing about wow what happens if my team was to go through this um like i i get it because it, you would definitely see new things you'd see new strategy but you'd also learn so much more about the people that you work with day in and day out i love it um so i do want to get more into um uh a little bit more into specifically how you're helping your clients through consulting. But before that, um, if you were to give some advice to um, some of the, the younger crowd that's listening, so just out of college or maybe they're in their first business or maybe the first business didn't go so well and they're on their second one, um, what kind of advice would you uh, give them? Uh, I would say really two things. So, so actually, 
actually, when I say two things, I'm going to say three now. The first one is, look, there, there, there is a whole litany of, of things, of practices, of things you could do in life. I get that. What you need to do is to focus on your strengths. You need to focus on those couple of things that really make you you. So when I say that, there, I'm sure, Adam, there are a lot of great things you're good at. And it's like, like Joe Rogan. You know Joe Rogan who does those great video podcasts. He was, what, been an actor, comedian? But what is he known as now? He is a great interviewer. So my point, one thing I would say is you've got to learn to focus only on the essentials, only on those things which really bring the greatest strength to you, or I should say bring out your greatest strength. Uh, the second thing is you have to know yourself. You have to know what you're good at. I, I can tell you from doing many job interviews and just meeting with many executives, even, you know, even frontline uh, uh, managers, everyone, everyone has an idea of how others see them. But you have to be intellectually honest. What are you really good at? And so, Adam, I'll give you one personal example. I'm, I'm good at sales. I'm very good at sales, but I don't like doing sales. You know what I like doing? I like developing. I like intellectual property. I like developing ideas. That is my strength. And, and if I'm good at my strengths, that brings me money. That brings me, you know, actual value. So what I've learned is to bring in other teams to support me in those areas, which I don't mind doing, but it's not the best use of my time. So I, I would think that that's the other uh, element. You've got to really, really focus on your strengths. And I would tell you the third element, which is really important, and, and especially if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you've got to learn how to market yourself. I would tell you, scrap away this whole thing about humility of, oh, shucks, I'm so, you know, I'm so-and-so, and, -so and I'm, I'm okay at this. If you want to provide value, you've got to believe in yourself, and you have to promote yourself. No one else is going to promote yourself. You, my friends out there listening, You've got to be your own champion, and that means tooting your own horn. And if you're good at something, say it. I would tell you personally, I've been around a lot of leaders. I would never follow a leader who says, oh, shucks, I'm, you know, I'm okay. I want a leader who says, you know, we're going to kick ass and take names. I want you to follow me. And I think, damn right, I'm going to follow you. That's awesome. Great advice, uh, Kevin. So if somebody's, uh, let's get it more into Kevin Black Consulting. So I understand you're working with companies uh, like LifeLack on strategy. Let's get a little bit more into it. So like what are the size of the companies, the size of the teams? Like what kind of companies do you typically like to take on? Well, I'll tell you, I, I have run the gamut on the companies. Uh, I have one company who has four employees on the other stream. One company has 80,000. I would tell you, leadership, it really is universal. It really is. And um, w when I say leadership, I don't mean just someone who is good in communication or someone who has a good ethics. I mean, in essence, this. It's someone who can uh, receive a mission or a task or a project, assemble a team, influence that team through communication and planning, and then lead that team through controlled chaos and what i mean is you controlled chaos every time you make a plan your plan is usually going to go uh, out the window sometimes uh, we spend so many t so much time delaying execution to make the perfect plan and it doesn't happen so what i do is i work with executives frontline managers again the whole, I, I run really the gamut from the tactical operational and strategic levels and i help teams better align I help improve the performance of individual leaders and teammates. And interestingly enough, I help vet leaders. 
and I'll just give you one small example. Uh, one client right now is worth $30 billion. I brought, uh, I was brought in for a manager, a young manager who is a high potential. She is about to skip over senior manager to become a director. She has over 30 full-time employees underneath her umbrella, and she has 11 direct reports, which is just way too many. So I came in. I, now, keep in mind, I've been coaching her for about six months now. I come in, and she said, Kevin, we have four people here, four uh, people of my, of my direct reports who are awesome. I think they could be leaders. We do two days of award gaming, and, she, and what comes out, only two of them, two of them pass the mustard, uh, the muster. And believe it or not, those other two, after, after the two days of workshop, the war gaming, said, you know what? Uh, we're not ready for this. I'm not ready for your position. I'm just, I just can't do it now. Give me a couple of years. So, in essence, we saved her a lot of time, sweat, and blood, and put in the wrong people in the wrong job. Uh, so that's what I do. I help vet, uh, vet leaders, align teams, increase their overall effectiveness, and also also improve individual performance. Oh, man, I love it. That, that's amazing, Kevin. Uh, so if somebody's listening to this, and if they want uh, more information on Kevin Black Consulting or to follow up with you, what's the best route for them to get that info? Well, please go to my website, kevinblack.co.co, or uh, please call me up. I'm always interested in conversation. My, uh, I am located in Scottsdale, Arizona, and my number is 480-251-3147. All right. Fantastic, Kevin. Well, hey, I really do appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your, your background and tips. And to the audience, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. I did. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Kevin, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me and great job, Adam. I tell you what, you have put, you're putting together a terrific value for entrepreneurs up there. And uh, I tell you, I, I'm very, uh, very happy to be a part of it. So thank you so much for the invitation. Mm-hmm.